0: Let's calm your fears about the directed session.
1: You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a vopreneur. Welcome to the Everyday Vopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam.
0: The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck.
1: Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Vopreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday Vopreneur, ready to dive into another episode with you this week. couple of quick things before we get started. First, remember that you can listen to every episode anytime. All you got to do is go to Veopreneur.com. All of the episodes are available in the archive at Veopreneur.com. While you're there, click on the shop button. All kinds of different Veopreneur swag that you can get help support the podcast by picking up a Veopreneur t-shirt, a Veopreneur hoodie. You can even get a Veopreneur tank top. Although I will definitely not be getting one of those because I have been doing a a lot of stress eating over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic. Nevertheless, check out everything that's available at Veopreneur.com. I'd also like to take a minute to encourage you to leave a review for the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, those reviews... Actually, help other people be able to find the podcast. So, if you are listening there, that review is greatly appreciated. What I want to do this week is build off of the subject that we talked about last week. So, if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode, I'd like to encourage you to do that. Last week's episode was episode 63 Is the Sound You're Selling Worth Buying? Again, that's available at viopreneur.com. And what we talked about in that session was the importance of getting your studio right. A lot of voice actors have gone out in the last several weeks and bought Source Connect, whether they paid for the month to month version or maybe you picked up the full version. You decided to just go ahead and buy it outright. But a lot of people don't understand that Source Connect isn't going to make your studio sound any better. So you have to get the sound right in your space before you are ready to put out broadcast quality audio on a service like Source Connect. But we're going to move past that now. We're going to move into the next phase of that discussion. So we're going to assume that you got your sound right. We're going to assume that you took advantage of the free studio assessment that Uncle Roy was offering that was mentioned in episode 63. We're going to assume that your Source Connect is set up. So let's talk about the next part, which is the actual directed session. Now, it's it's time for fireside confession time with, with Mark Scott. I don't do a lot of directed sessions, and I think A part of that is because of the fact that it's the type of work that I do. I don't do commercial voiceover for the most part. I am primarily a corporate non-broadcast guy. A lot of e-learning, a lot of corporate narration, a lot of explainer videos, things of that nature. And generally speaking, directed sessions are not required. But I have done them in the past. Most of the time when I have done them, it's either been via Zoom or actually just using my iPhone. And believe it or not, I will take my earbuds that come with my iPhone... I'll put one of them in my ear underneath of my headphones, and I'll go into the studio and I'll record that way so I can hear the person talking to me. They can hear me through the little microphone that comes attached on those earbuds, and it doesn't interfere with the actual recording while I'm in the booth. Not fancy, but it works, and that's what I have done many times before. So even though I'm not greatly experienced with the directed session, there are some things that I have learned over time. Now I actually do have Source Connect in my studio because I did actually have to do a Source Connect session as a result of of COVID-19 and so I figured well now's as good a time as any to make the jump to get the Source Connect to get everything set up but I'm not going to lie I still have some issues that I need to get over and I suspect that I am not the only one that has these issues and and, and part of what inspired me to do this episode was Two different coaching sessions that I've had in the last week with people who were doing directed sessions who had a lot of fear and anxiety around those directed sessions. And we had to talk through some of that stuff. And I was sharing a little bit from my experience. So the fact of the matter is, I have it in my head based on absolutely no reality that when I do a directed session, I am expected to get in and nail the job on the first take. Again, based on no reality. I've never experienced that in a session. I don't know that anybody has experienced that in a session. But for some reason, in my head, for all these years, there has been a narrative that when you do a directed session, you are supposed to go in and you are supposed to be perfect. You are supposed to nail every line. You are not supposed to boot any words like literally we're talking about Mr. One Take Wonder as you get into the studio and you just crank out scripts. No reality whatsoever But it's what exists in my head. And what I have come to find is I am not the only one that shares that narrative. There are a lot of voice actors that are really afraid of the directed session because they think that they are going to have to go in and absolutely nail it right out of the gate. And so because of that, a lot of voice actors don't want to book directed sessions. I'll be honest with you. That's part of the reason why I didn't want to book directed sessions. That's probably one of the reasons why I put off getting Source Connect for so long. Because, man, I'll tell you what, sometimes when I'm in the booth, I just can't say certain words. And, guys, sometimes I fart. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I'm a guy. What, what do you expect from me? What do you want from me? Sometimes I'm in the booth and you just drop one. And I don't have ventilation in my booth, so maybe that means i got to leave. And do I really want that happening while somebody's on the other end on Source Connect? I don't think so. And I'm guessing you probably think about some of the same things, too. I mean, if you're a woman, obviously you would never fart. I, I understand that. that. My wife tells me that all the time. But I'm sure there are other issues. Maybe your, your tummy growls or something like that, right? The, the point is we don't want to go in and be humiliated while we're in these sessions. And so we've created this fear around the directed session that when we actually book one now, we have so much anxiety that we're taking into the booth that that is not going to help you. And so what I want to give you are a few things that I think that you need to take into consideration And these are all things that I have taken into consideration. And hopefully these things are going to help you shift that narrative that is in your head a little bit. So number one on the list, I want you to remember this more than anything else. They hired you. Okay. They chose you. When you are at a level where you are being sourced for sessions that require source connect particularly commercial sessions maybe it's something that you booked through your agent which is where a lot of those types of jobs come from you have to understand that there are a crap ton of people that are submitting for that okay you you think that online casting is a cattle call online casting probably sees a fraction of the number of auditions that some of these national bookings are receiving Okay so so I want you to understand that because it's really important that you remember they hired you. They chose you out of everybody else that they could have picked to do this job. They chose you. You already booked the gig so you you can relax now. Okay? They they've already determined that you are the voice that they want on their commercial. So Just that in and of itself should be enough to make you relax. You don't have to prove yourself in the session because you proved yourself in the audition. So as long as you have the ability in session to do what you did in the audition, you're going to be fine. So I want you to remember that. I want you to write it down if you need to write it down. I want you to hang it up in the booth so that you can look at it if you need to. They hired you. They chose you, you already booked the job. So important to remember, because that in and of itself is going to reduce your stress, it's going to reduce your anxiety, and it's going to go a long way to shifting that narrative that you have in your head. The second point I want to touch on, I think we have a skewed vision of this whole producer, director, engineer, talent relationship. I think for a lot of us as voice actors, we see the director, or the producer, or the engineer, or, or all of them, whomever might be sitting in on the session. We see them all like the god Zeus, sitting on high from his throne on Mount Olympus, looking down at us, the lowly peasant voice actor, in the village below. And because we envision them that way, because we elevate them to such a high level... It makes us nervous when we go into the booth. And this is part of where I think we're we're assuming that we need to go in and nail it right out of the gate. And the fact of the matter is, that's just not what it actually is like. It's what it's like in our head. A lot of us, anyway. But it's not true. The director is not sitting up on Mount Olympus ready to crush you like an ant if you get things wrong. If anything else, I think sometimes they are just as, if not a little bit more nervous than we are because they're seeing us as the talent. I mean, you're the one getting paid, right? I'm the one getting paid. So I think we just need to to level the playing field a little bit. We need to bring the director, bring the engineer, bring the producer, bring the copywriter, whoever else is sitting in on the session, the client, we need to bring them back down so that we're we're on a level playing field. And I think that is going to go a long way to reducing our anxiety. And in that vein, my next point is that there is a difference between perfection and professionalism. And I think this is really important, too. So as the voice actor, of course, we want to go in and we want to get it right the first time. I have had those sessions. Okay, I have done an in-studio session, went into Toronto. There's about six people on the other side of the glass. And it was a 30-second spot. And they had scheduled 90 minutes for the session. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, either they think that I suck or there's something else going on here. Because if it takes me 90 minutes to do a 30-second spot, like, this is not good. And I walked in and I nailed it. Like, the first read, 30-second read, nailed it. And they all sat there on the other side of the glass staring at me thinking like, okay, well, what do we do for the rest of the session? And so... They had me do some other reads, which I knew they were never going to use, but whatever. They're the client. They're paying for me. I'm there. Do whatever they ask me to. So we did a bunch of those reads just so that they felt like they had something. But even still, after 10 minutes, we we were done and, and they sent me on my way. And it was amazing. I have also had some directed sessions where I have made a complete and utter fool of myself because like one sentence, I just cannot get it out. I just, I can't do it. My first Source Connect session, which happened recently, was like that. There was one line in the script. I must have booted it 15 times. But do you know what happened? We were all laughing hysterically. Nobody was judging me. Nobody was thinking, why did we hire this guy? Nobody was freaking out like, okay, that's it. Get another talent. It was funny. I mean, it really was. It was funny. I'm sure that once we started laughing hysterically about it, that didn't help me be able to do it any better. But the point in this story is to say, you know what? Sometimes you are going to go in and you're going to nail it. And sometimes you're going to go in and you're not. And that's okay because perfection is not the same as professionalism. And in my experience, albeit maybe limited experience, the people that are listening on the other end are looking for professionalism. They're not looking for perfection. What do I mean by that? I mean, when you boot a line, you don't stop and swear. You don't, stop and grunt or groan when you boot a line you stop you take a breath you keep going when they ask you to do something a different way you say okay and you do it a different way when they give you a line read can you can you do it like this you don't question them you just say yeah sure no problem here you go read the line that is professionalism professionalism doesn't mean that you're going to go in there and you're going to nail every script on the first take it doesn't mean you're going to nail every line it doesn't mean you're going to Deliver flawless reads. It means you're going to go in there and you're going to be professional about what you're doing because they are not expecting you to be perfect. They're just expecting you to be professional. And I'm pretty sure that we all have the ability to do that. You know, don't make comments about the script. Don't complain about lines. Don't talk about the timing. Just shut up and do your job. Just read it. Do it. Act it. Whatever. And if you goof... You stop and you start over. Maybe they'll tell you specific instructions. I have done directed sessions where they've said that. The guy, the engineer right at the very beginning said, okay, look, if you make a mistake, here's what I want you to do. And then just keep going. And I'm like, all right, no problem. So now I know how he likes to work. He's probably sitting there on the other end with his pro tools and needs a second to push his marker button or whatever so that he knows where to pick up on on the edits. So just remember that perfection and professionalism are two different things. Nobody is expecting you to be perfect. Everybody is expecting you to be professional. Now, when it comes specifically to things like Source Connect, IPDTL, whatever one it is that you might be using, I do think that it's really important that you run a test. I don't think that it's necessary that you run a hundred tests, but I do think that one is all you need. And I kind of laugh sometimes because I will see, I mean, that's probably one of the most popular subjects in voiceover groups right now, especially I need to run a source connect test. I need to run a source connect test. I have a session tomorrow. I need to run a source connect test. I have a session this afternoon. I need to run a source connect test. I think once you've tested it the first time, once you know that it's up and running, I think you're probably okay. I think what you're experiencing is just a little bit of that stress, a little bit of that anxiety, that whole, you know, them sitting up Zeus on Mount Olympus, you know, that narrative, that requirement for perfection narrative. But I, I don't think it needs to be that way. Source Connect is not that hard to use. IPDTL is not that hard to use. Doing a directed session via Zoom is really not that hard to do. So don't overthink it. Run the test, make sure you're good to go, and then relax and move on and remember that you're a professional and this is where you're getting paid for. This is part of your job. This is what you are expected to do. And the other thing that I would say, and I know that this one has, has been debated, some people say that when you're really nervous, you should be doing a lot of practicing. If they give you the script ahead of time, you should be sitting down reading that script over and over and over and over and over again until it's drilled into your head. And that way, when you actually get into the session, you're going to be a little bit more confident because you know that you know the content. I come from a slightly different approach. And I'm not saying mine is right or wrong. I'm just saying this is what works for me. My concern is that if I rehearse too much, I'm going to get stuck in a creative rut. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I start rehearsing too much, by the 20th time I've read the script, I'm not really going to be reading the script anymore. Like, I'm not really going to be feeling the script. I'm not really going to be connecting with the script. I'm just saying the words on the page. And I'm, I'm almost creating a habit, I guess. So I'm telling my brain, this is how we're going to do it. Because I've done it 20 times now. And I think that that's dangerous. I think when, when you get too comfortable, when you get too familiar... You run the risk of not being directable. Does that make sense? You you run the risk of of not being able to hear what they're trying to get you to do because you've done it so many times in a a particular way. So while I would say that it is really important to go in and and do a little bit of practice, if you have it ahead of time, read it over so that you're familiar with it. I don't think that you want to sit down and memorize it. I I don't think that, that you want to rehearse too much. Somebody else might tell you something differently. Maybe one of your coaches has told you something differently, but I just know that that is something that has worked for me. You know, the reality is that these directed sessions, I think they're going to become more common. I think that even though certain parts of the economy in certain countries are starting to open up, for example, in Ontario now, recording studios are allowed to be open again. But a couple of the studios that I have worked with in the past are not yet comfortable enough. To do that. I mean, maybe their staff are coming in, maybe they've got a couple of engineers in the building or something like that, but they don't want to have a whole bunch of talent coming in. I mean, it's not easy to social distance if you're doing a session in a in a small booth, right? There, there's not a lot of where not a lot of places where you can go. And so these studios that maybe before wouldn't have used Source Connect are starting to use Source Connect. And I think that they're figuring out that it's it's actually pretty easy. And I think that they're starting to discover that. A lot of voice actors do have pretty decent home setups and and we are capable of delivering broadcast quality audio from our home. And so I think that what we are seeing right now, you know, I've called it the rise of the home studio. I think it's going to keep going. I think it's going to become more commonplace. I think more and more studios are going to allow that to happen because they know that now they know for sure we have the ability to do it. So that just means we need to get a little bit more comfortable. We need to get a little bit more confident with it. I will say. That when I did my source connect session last week, it it did feel different from being in the studio. Nobody was looking back at me. And so maybe for me a little bit that that eased me. I'm a hardcore introvert guys. i'm I'm practically a hermit. And so when I am standing in a room and uh, you know, it's I feel like a caged animal at the zoo, right? There's six people on the other side of the glass staring back at me. and And for somebody like me who is very, very introverted, that is that's uh, intimidating. And so, I think in that sense that the Source Connect actually made it easier for me. But whatever you do, just check the narrative. If you've never done a directed session yet, my guess is you probably feel like I was talking about earlier. You you probably have this this impression, this narrative that again comes from nowhere, that you're gonna have to go in there and be perfect and that everybody is judging you. And the fact of the matter is that is just not true. So remember, they hired you. They chose you out of every other voice actor that they could have chosen. They chose you and you already booked the job and perfection isn't the same thing as professionalism. If you go in there and you boot some lines and you stumble over some words, but you keep going, you keep it clean, you don't get upset, you just take a breath, move on, take a breath, move on, they're going to respect your professionalism. And that's what's going to get you hired for the next one. Do not be afraid of the directed session. This is part of what we do for a living. And if you've never done it before and you're not sure how it's going to go, that's where coaching can certainly help. Working with a coach who will do some scripts with you over Skype or Zoom or Source Connect or IPDTL. And that's where right now, take advantage of. All of these voice actors that have recently signed up for Source Connect. Okay, there's there's a whole massive influx of talent that are now getting ready to use Source Connect for the first time. Find a couple of them and do some test sessions back and forth with each other. And maybe test session isn't the right word. Do a mock session, you know, just for the fun of it, just to feel what it's like to be on the line. To have somebody listening in, to have somebody stop you, direct you, correct you, whatever. I mean, if you're that nervous about it, it's an easy way to do it. And I think when you do that, you'll realize that it's probably not as bad as you had built up in your head. You can do this. It'll be worth it. And by the way, one more thing. If you did sign up for Source Connect, make sure that people know. Source Connect has little badges, I guess you would call them. Images that you can get that you can post on your website that say that you're a Source Connect studio or voiceovers by Source Connect is what one of them says. Grab one of those images and get it up on your website. Mention it in your social media profile, you know, throw it up in your LinkedIn bio that you have a Source Connect uh, studio at home. Let people know right now because it matters. If you have ever missed any episode of the podcast, don't forget that you can go back and listen anytime at viopreneur.com, including last week's episode which was the lead-in to this week's episode. Episode 63 is The Sound You're Selling Worth Buying. All of those episodes available at veopreneur.com. And one final thing, again, please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, and by the way, you can subscribe wherever fine podcasts are given away for free, and that includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. But if you're listening on Apple Podcasts in particular, I would really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a review for the Everyday Veopreneur podcast to help other people find the podcast and hopefully learn a few things while they're listening. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one.
1: The Everyday Veopreneur podcast. Available everywhere Find podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, You want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Sam player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. Hold for tech. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at veopreneur.com.